Hello, welcome to the midweek edition of Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's July 24th, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. How was the weekend box office? Dominated by sequels. The top five were all sequels, in fact. Um, the Equalizer 2 just squeaked out the top spot with 36 million. Mamma Mia, here we go again, came in second place with 34.9 million in its first weekend. Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation, dropped down to third place with $23 million. Ant-Man and the Wasp, which we saw, had a total gross of $16.5 million for fourth place. Total gross, $165 million domestically, third weekend. And Incredibles 2 came in fifth place with $11.9 million. And apparently it's a record. Eight of the top ten movies were sequels. Oh, that's a record? Yep. Cool. What's new this week? Deadline reports that a reboot of Joss Whedon's Buffy the Vampire Slayer is in development at Fox 21 TV Studios, the cable streaming division of 20th Century Fox TV, the studios behind the original series, which ran for seven seasons, first on the WB and then on UPN. Midnight Texas creator Monica Owusu-Breen has been tapped as writer, executive producer, and showrunner of the new Buffy the Vampire Slayer. With the original series creator and showrunner Whedon's set to executive produce alongside original series executive producers Gail Berman, Fran Kazoo, and Kaz Kazoo, as well as Joe Early from Berman's Jackal Group. So uh, I'm not very happy about this. I mean, I just love the original so much. I really don't want to see them redo it. I feel like it could so easily have a spinoff instead of like a reboot. Um, because, spoiler alert, the way the series ended, a whole bunch of Slayers got activated, so to speak. It could, you know, take up with any of those, or it could go back to the past and, and follow a different Slayer. I don't know why it has to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I agree. I don't know why. I guess they want they want to use the name. Yeah, is so. that the reason, just to use the name? I mean, I don't know. I, I just think a spinoff would be better especially since it's not going to be Joss Whedon actually running it I don't know it's going to be different so they should have I don't know do a different vampire thing you know yeah I remember a few years ago there was talk of a reboot or something like that and I don't even think Joss Whedon was involved with that at all so at least he's involved with this one a little bit I hope this doesn't mean that's the end of the original cast I hope at some point they go back and revisit them or that universe. We'll have to see how how they play it out. IndieWire reports the story that inspired the documentary Three Identical Strangers is being made into a feature film. Raw, which produced Tim Wardle's acclaimed doc, has announced that it's partnering with Film 4 and Sidney Kimmel Entertainment on a feature adaptation of the story. I don't... What's Three Identical Strangers? Oh, that's the one with the triplets who didn't meet each other until they were in their 20s at college or something. They found each other. 
apparently, I don't know what the details are, but there's some fascinating story behind it, and people loved the documentary, and so it's already getting a feature film. So I thought that was a feature fiction. film. I thought that was fiction. No, no, it was a documentary. All right. And apparently there's some mystery behind how they got separated that's supposed to be very strange or something. So I really want to see the documentary. All right, me too. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Universal has picked up Queen and Slim, a feature with a script by Lena Waithe from Master of None, and to star Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. The film is based on an idea and treatment from best-selling author James Frey and a story by Waithe and Frey. The script is described as a Bonnie and Clyde story that centers on a black couple out on a first date whose night goes terribly awry. They end up killing a police officer in self-defense and on the run head to Cuba. That's weird. That doesn't sound like Bonnie and Clyde to me. I mean, were they robbing banks? I mean, it says a police officer in self-defense. I, I don't know. I don't know. The description's just a little weird. But it sounds interesting, and Lena Waithe is, she's great. I mean, that episode that she did of Master and Nun was excellent, so I'll check this out. I will as well. Deadline reports Stephen King's best-selling novel from a Buick 8 has been optioned by Hyde Park Entertainment. William Brent Bell will write the script and direct. From a Buick 8 centers around the rural town of Statler, Pennsylvania, where the state police have kept a mysterious 1954 Buick Roadmaster in the shed behind the barracks for over 20 years. But when the town is plagued by strange and supernatural events, it turns out the Buick isn't exactly a car. It's a door to another dimension. This one sounds kind of cool. I mean, I know we, we talk about so many Stephen King adaptations, but the ones that sound more like weird and mysterious more than scary are the ones that interest me more. Yeah. I feel like I saw this book in the bookstore at one point, but I didn't know anything about it. Slash Film Reports, Jeff Johns, has a new project for the DC Universe streaming service. He's writing and producing a live-action Stargirl TV show. In the series, the title heroine will reportedly be going on a mission to bring back the legacy of the Justice Society, whatever that means. The show debuts in 2019 and will have 13 episodes in its first season. I'm not familiar with Stargirl. You? Nope. Nope. But DC Universe Streaming is getting more shows. In other items, Iron Fist Season 2 will premiere on Netflix on September 7th. Francis McDormand will provide the voice of God in the upcoming adaptation of Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's Good Omens. Numi Rapace has joined the cast of Jack Ryan. Yeah, that's the series with um, John Krasinski. Right. Jennifer Connelly is in early talks to join the cast of the Top Gun sequel, Top Gun Maverick. Mark Perez, writer of Game Night, has signed on to pen the Carmen Sandiego movie for Netflix. Hopefully that means it'll be funny. Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, James Corden, and Ian McClellan are set to star in the film adaptation of the musical Cats. What do you think about that cast? It's weird, right? It is. I'm not really familiar with, I mean... Besides seeing the commercials, I don't really, I never saw Cats. No, me me too. I don't know anything about it. Zazie Beetz, who plays Van on Atlanta, and Robert De Niro are in talks to join Joaquin Phoenix on the cast of Joker. The Man in the High Castle, season 3, will be released on October 5th, and Amazon has already announced it's renewed for season 4. Supergirl has cast Nicole Maines, who will become the first transgender superhero in the history of television. Good for them. Did you see Chris Klein was cast in The Flash as well as a villain? 
No, I missed that. Season five. Oh, cool. What's new to streaming? On Netflix, an education, Disney's Bolt, Life After Beth, A Most Violent Year, The Warning, a Netflix original film. After the loss of his friend, a mathematical genius figures out a pattern of deaths at a gas station and sets out to warn the next young victim. And Eliza Schlesinger, Elder Millennial. It's another Netflix original. Newly engaged, Eliza Schlesinger brings an elder millennial perspective to relationships and sexual dynamics in a special shot aboard the USS Hornet. Amazon is releasing a prime original series, season 4A of Tumbleleaf. Also, they got How to Talk to Girls at Parties, Zoe, Capote, Gleaming the Cube, Raging Bull, Mystic Pizza, and Wind Talkers. HBO got The Snowman. Oh yeah, you wanted to watch that family-friendly looking film, right? Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Hulu got Status Update and Leaning into the Wind. On DVD and Blu-ray, Ready Player One. And new to digital, Breaking In. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you could email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Do it, Daily Show Podcast. Mm-hmm.